Welcome to this edition of the ASGE Journal Scan podcast series. Joining us today is Dr. Douglas Rex, the Editor-in-Chief of ASGE Journal Scan. In this segment, Dr. Rex will be discussing a study recently published online by Gastrointestinal Endoscopy. This study is called a Comparative Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis of 1 to 5 millimeter versus 6 to 9 millimeter adenomas on the risk of metachronous advanced colorectal neoplasia. Welcome, Dr. Rex. Can you please summarize the study for us? Yes, uh, Lori, thank you. And hi, everybody. Appreciate your joining us for uh, this podcast of an ASG journal scan article. So we're talking here about uh, surveillance recommendations. I think many of you know that we've got brand new surveillance recommendations issued by the Multi-Society Task Force, which is the group that represents our three GI societies involved in the Lumen, the ASGE, the ACG, and the AGA. The Multi-Society Task Force puts out documents on a lot of areas, and probably the one where they dominate uh, recommendations in clinical practice more than any other uh, group is for post-polypectomy surveillance uh, recommendations. So there are a couple of interesting changes uh, in the new guidelines. One of them is that the low-risk group of adenoma patients, which is those who have one or two tubular adenomas less than 10 millimeters in size with only low-grade dysplasia, that's the low-risk group, that they can undergo colonoscopy at an interval of seven to 10 years. You can sort of choose. Now, the interval used to be five to 10 years, and I think almost everybody chose five. I won't say everybody. There were practices that used that 10-year interval. Another change is that those who have three or four adenomas can now undergo surveillance at an interval of three to five years. That interval used to just be three years, but it's been stretched out uh, now so that you have the option of choosing uh, five years. In clinical practice, you know, in the United States, most people choose the lower end of that interval. So you could sort of expect people now to mostly choose seven years for the low risk group and probably continue to use three years for those who have three or four adenomas. But these uh, data that I'm going to discuss with you right now sort of suggest a way that we might start to implement a further sort of division based on size. So we know size is important with regard to the risk of subsequent advanced neoplasia. That's why we call adenomas that are 10 millimeters or larger advanced adenomas. That's one of our criteria for advanced uh, histology. And we say that, that uh, you know, this group that is below that in size, one to nine millimeters is kind of all lumped together. But wouldn't it make sense that maybe six to nine millimeters are more significant, those adenomas for the risk of subsequent advanced neoplasia compared to those who only have diminutive adenomas? So this is a meta-analysis looking at that question. And they identified eight studies with 36,142 patients, looked at the risk of advanced neoplasm at follow-up, and found that it was higher in those with one or two adenomas less than 10 millimeters if one or both of those adenomas was six to nine millimeters with a risk ratio of 1.49. Now, if you looked at the group who had three or more non-advanced adenomas, the risk of metachronous advanced neoplasia was higher if there were small adenomas in there, that is six to nine millimeter adenomas, compared to if all three or four 
were diminutive with a hazard ratio of 1.51. The group that had three or more diminutive adenomas had a pretty similar risk as the group who had one or two adenomas less than 10 millimeters, but one of them at least was in that six to nine millimeter uh, size range. So these data show that in fact, six to nine millimeter adenomas do have some predictive value for the risk of subsequent advanced neoplasia. That's the message of this meta-analysis. And what is your, what are your thoughts about this study? Well, I think, you know, that this is uh, a really interesting area for us to think about. So far, this issue of six to nine versus one to five millimeter adenomas has not entered our guidelines. And some of these studies are, are very recent. And although we've got, you know, 36,000 patients here, this still is not quite the level of evidence that we have had uh, to uh, create the, the current guidelines. But it'll be interesting to see whether future uh, versions of the surveillance guidelines do start to consider this. I am probably going to take this into account um, in my own practice. And I think the way that I'm going to do it is that if the patient's in the low risk category and they've got only one or two diminutive adenomas, I'm going to go with that 10 year end of the range. Whereas if one or two of them are small, six to nine millimeters, I'm going to check, check the, uh, the lower end in my recommendation, seven years. And I think I'm also going to do that in the group that have three or four low-risk adenomas, that is three or four that are less than 10 millimeters in size. If any one of them is in the six to nine millimeter size range, um, I'm going to choose that three-year interval. If they're all diminutive, I'm going to tend to choose that five-year interval. That's, that's how I, and that's just a personal recommendation about how to put this uh, into operation in uh, practice. We don't have a guideline basis uh, for that at the present time. So I think this is an interesting story for all of us to follow going uh, forward and something to keep in mind uh, when you're creating your surveillance recommendations. Well, thank you, Dr. Rex, for providing insight into the study and for joining us today. Thank you. And thanks, everybody, uh, ASG members and JournalScan followers for joining us also.